Hi, everybody. Um, thank you, uh, Nancy, for asking me to be here tonight. And um, yes, I'm back in LA, and I am so, 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 so grateful to be back and uh, abstinent today. Um, I have, uh, I'll just start from the back and work my way <laughs> backwards to what happened, but um, I just passed uh, about, well, the end of this month, uh, on the 27th, I will have four months of back-to-back solid, imperfect abstinence, and um, I, I just can't believe what a blessing it is to uh, once again have been brought to my knees with this disease um, after being out there, really out there for um, close to three years. Um, So just to backtrack, um, you know, I first found OA when I was 18 in college, and uh, I don't remember anything about hearing about getting a sponsor or even working the steps, but I did get that gray sheet um, back in, uh, the day and I went on the gray sheet diet and, um, lost 30 pounds and felt really great. And then went, um, back home for the summer and proceeded to put all that weight back on and decided that OA didn't work. So I spent the next 30 years out there looking for an answer to my compulsive overeating. And, uh, finally, um, Stumbled back into OA um, after having kids, after a divorce, um, in 2009, um, in the fall, and uh, was just so ready and so grateful to start getting some recovery. Um, It wasn't really even the weight I was carrying on my body so much as the fact that my disease had progressed to the point where I was pushing everybody out of my life and literally drawing the shades and uh, sitting down and having um, evenings and weekends with my best friends, which were my foods. Um, And I was so angry and I didn't know why. And um, I got abstinent um, pretty much right away. I just surrendered and I was ready. And I don't even know how that happened, but I was so willing to change my life and to um, finally, you know, uh, stop hating myself and all the weight that I was carrying, the extra weight and uh, my craziness around food. Um, I got a sponsor at that first meeting. I just stayed afterwards and said, what do I do? What do I eat? Can I call you today? Um, I just felt like it was the answer for me. Um, I had a meeting with a bunch of people that were right around my age that were actually telling the truth about their disease, which I had never done. And um, I started being able to do that as well. So I was in the program in the Bay Area uh, there. I lived in Marin and I was um, doing a lot of service. I uh, started a meeting. I I went to a lot of meetings in San Francisco. That's how I, I know people from this meeting. Um, and I just uh, grabbed onto recovery like it was the lifeline that it really is. And um, after um, 10 years, um, well, let's see. Yeah, uh, it was... It, 
coming up on 10 years. So it was, it was about after eight years of abstinence, um, really good abstinence. I'd lost my 40 to 45 pounds and kept it off and, uh, was a normal size for years. Um, it was so automatic in my life of just doing, um, a lot of program and a lot of recovery, working with sponsees, um, eating my food plan. I lived alone. My kids had grown up and left. Um, I, I really felt self-sufficient, which was a real, um, should have been a warning sign. As I say it now, it's like, oh, (laughs) um, and I met a man at a re at a health retreat and, um, you know, I had been praying to my higher power that I really didn't want to sit alone on my couch with my cats for the rest of my life. And what was I going to do? And that I thought I was kind of ready to have intimacy in my life again after being pretty uh, alone for like 12 years and so I um, met this man he he lived out of state he lived in Idaho um, we really hit it off he was thank you he was really um, into into health like I was and very active um, loved hiking and being outdoors and all that we had a lot in common and um, this was in 2016 that I met him and um, we started having sort of a, a long distance uh, romance for about a year and a half. And I would go and visit him and meet him places. And he's a normie uh, around food and um, was just kind of baffled when I told him that I had to eat a certain way and that I didn't eat sugar and that I was, I didn't, hadn't had birthday cake and, you know, eight or nine years and really didn't miss any, anything that normal people just had daily and, um, that he enjoyed as well. Um, and he said it didn't bother him, but I could tell that after a while he was like, not, not so sure about how it would be to be with somebody who ate, you know, in a very clean way and, never really indulged in food for pleasure because I really just ate to nourish my body. Um, it, it was pretty quick that I started sort of doing this little slippy slide, even when I was still coming home and, and feeding myself normally. Um, I was maintaining my weight loss, but I started doing things like not really packing snacks or food when we went places and sort of relying on there to be something for me. Um, I, I stopped looking at my abstinent food as medicinal and more like, um, you know, uh, something that I'd prefer. And so I just started kind of, st- it's really weird because I didn't realize, I didn't make a conscious decision like, okay, I'm going off my food plan now. It was sort of like this very weird meandering down the side of a pleasant looking slope that all of a sudden started feeling kind of steep and muddy. And um, when I moved in with him, it got pretty bad. Um, the house was full of teenagers all the time. The place was cluttered and chaotic. I had no privacy, no space of my own, no no place to actually even go to meetings. There was no OA there in Idaho when I moved there after a year and a half of seeing this person. And 
I started giving myself permission to have, you know, these kind of stress foods, um, snacks, a lot of like health food snacks that seemed wholesome, but uh, I would just disappear behind them. And anything that was like salty, crunchy and sort of like a health foodie snack was okay all of a sudden. And then there was the uh, the granola bars, uh, the healthy protein bars that started ending up being uh, bought and stuffed into my purse and into my glove compartment. And uh, yeah, then even after a while, um, started uh, getting things. Uh, more of those salty, crunchy snacks that I hadn't had for a very long time and um, started buying them at the store and in the uh, defense of hiding them from the teenagers, you know, would put them in double plastic bags and bring them upstairs and put them under the bed and wait for my partner to be out doing something so that I could indulge. Uh, that's when I knew um and getting to the bottoms of those bags and feeling like, oh, my God, I'm I'm relapsing. I am not in control of my food anymore. And at that point, um, I was off and running and really sliding and um, starting to gain weight again, uh, starting to hate myself, starting to look for the diet, the health food plan the keto this or the health food thing that or the supplement that would help me reel it in. And the days that I could keep stay on a plan, um, not my regular food plan, but, you know, close to it and not go into that zone with sugar and snacky things that I couldn't stop eating. Um, those times, you know, went from being like maybe a week and a half you know, down to the point where I couldn't make it through a day without having those foods. And, uh, and I was relying, pardon? Five that... minutes left. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. Um, so at that point, um, I was just pretty gone and noticed that all of my character defects that I had worked so hard uh, with the steps of, of really being on top of were eroding and mind you at this time i was talking to only a couple of people that i knew in oa and i was not talking to them about my food i was talking to them about my living situation and how crazy it was and how i didn't know what to do um so anyway by the grace of god that relationship ended he actually ended it and i was so lost and didn't know what i was going to do and was um really losing control with my food at that point um not to the point where i was having like full-blown giant dinners and with dessert on top but one night i remember in particular uh after um he'd gone to bed the kids were out and I remember like literally slipping downstairs to go to the bathroom and then ending up in the kitchen with one of those small little bowls, you know, that I would put like a little bit of, uh, you know, granola in and then um, filling it up, uh, <laughs> going back and forth with the almond milk uh, for, you know, like three or four of those little tiny bowls and then feeling horrendously terrible going to bed. Um, anyway, uh the real scariest part of this whole thing 
for me was when I finally moved and I moved uh, to Oregon. And I thought, okay, as soon as I move to my new place and have my own kitchen, I'm going to be abstinent. I know I am. And guess what? I wasn't and I couldn't. And I was really starting to get scared. And I started praying again. And I just started praying for any kind of help. And lo and behold, a friend from uh, OA reached out to me and um, told me that she had been abstinent for 108 days, um, really good, clean, solid abstinences, and was feeling amazing. And I remember um, reading that text and putting the phone down and just crying because I knew that I needed exactly what she had. And um, I texted her back and said, what meetings do I go to? What do I do? And um, I found a really amazing meeting that was not the perfect time for me, but I just became willing again, like I was in the beginning, to do whatever it took to to be absent one day at a time. And um, just felt really humbled by that whole experience of really thinking that I was in control and not and, and taking totally for granted the fact that my abstinence was a daily reprieve, a gift from my higher power based on my own willingness to just be humble and want to be recovery, want to be in recovery again and want to surrender my way and, and just be open to, to being teachable again. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know how, but, um, you know, just the miracle of, of waking up every day and telling myself on my knees that abstinence is the most important thing for me, no matter what else I do, and that I'm just for today, again, willing to follow a food plan, reach out to uh, my sponsor, and show up at a meeting and and try and um, work the program and share the program to the best of my ability again. So um, I'm, I just feel really humbled by this disease again. I, I, uh, I'm so grateful that I didn't need to be out there for one more minute. And I'm actually grateful right now in this moment for having that relapse and hope that I never have to go back there again. So Thanks for being here, everybody, and showing up.